The sermon for this evening is based on Genesis 4, verses 1 to 16. Uh, The sermon is entitled, This is My Son, From Cain to Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's right, after the fall, in the garden, there the Lord in Genesis 3.15 would give them the first gospel, the promise, that from the offspring of a woman would come the Savior of the world, the offspring of the woman. So the anticipation was there. The Lord gave them his word. Adam and Eve would conceive, and there they would bear a child named Cain, saying, That's right, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. We can imagine them thinking, well, is this what he is speaking of? The offspring that is to be the savior of the world. Is this the expectation, well, that Jesus or the Lord has given to us in Genesis 3.15? Roughly so, expectation, that's right. As parents, I think there's a lot of expectation when it comes to children. I know when, when children are babies, I think parents always have that curious expectation of what they will become as they grow up in life. How they will grow up, how the Lord would work through them in their lives and all the many adventures and challenges that they would face. I think that even goes for my own family. I remember uh, when I was in Fort Wayne and Abe was, I think, two years old. And you know, my favorite thing with him when he was little was, uh, I don't even think he remembers this. I have it on video somewhere on my old first smartphone, I think, back in the day. But uh, uh, he'd, he'd always take out the T-ball set and we'd always put the ball on the tee and he would hit it. And uh, we would do that over and over again. And I love baseball, so that was definitely something that I enjoyed. And I thought, maybe sports is his thing. Maybe he likes athletics. I suppose that would be an expectation when he was that little. But <laughs> as he grew older, uh, those, anticipa- or those expectations had changed. And I think it's, as a parent, you just never know how the children will turn out as these expectations are always ever-changing. And so it was for Adam and Eve, right? Their initial expectation of Cain was, maybe this is it. And soon they would bear Abel in this life, Abel meaning vanity, breath, or vapor. How fitting that word is, for we know the demise of Abel as he would have a short life by the hand of his brother the voice that would cry out from the ground. How disappointing that must have been for Adam and Eve. Their expectations so quickly changed in that very moment as their hopes were crushed by Cain. Yes. And it's so tragic because as we look at Cain, the Lord already warned him beforehand, why are you angry and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not well, if you do not do well, sin is crouching at your door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. 
See, the Lord knew his heart, his jealousy, his envy, his rage, all in regards to the offerings that they both gave to the Lord. Cain gave an offering of the fruit of the ground. Abel gave him the firstborn of the flock and all of their fat portions. And we see the Lord's regard for Abel's offering. And soon thereafter, as Cain was in the field with Abel, of course, this was the plot of the first murder. Cain rose up against his brother and killed him. All expectations were lost. All by the pride of Cain, his arrogance, his rage, his jealousy, his covetousness. Tragically ending with the first murder in the Bible. Expectations. That's the theme for today. So interesting expectations are. But at the end of the day, Cain does remind all of us, what can we expect from humanity ever since the fall? What is our expectation in this fallen world? Romans 5, as we read it this evening, for as by one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. Yes, because of sin, the hopes had fallen. The curse of sin from generation upon generation, for all have sinned and fallen short to the glory of God. This is the reason for Advent, that we need Christ to come to us. We need his work, his grace, because our spiritual condition to which we were born into, that is sin and death, we cannot escape that very sentence by our own way. But the great deception is that you can that by my own human reason and strength, many will look at Christianity and say, yes, that's right. By my own human steam, follow the laws, get a good spiritual grade of self-righteousness, and then you will be good with God. And this is the quest for many. Many will, well, when they look in the mirror, they see the demand of God. Yet in regards to keeping the commandments like Cain, they realize, like we realize, wait, have I followed God's word? Or am I following my own flesh? God has given me his word. And there I find myself fallen. Fallen in sin. Fallen in trespass. And yes, our stubborn flesh says what? Am I my brother's keeper? Right? We might not say, am I my brother's keeper? But what Cain is saying here is, it's not my job. He's trying to justify himself of what he had just done, denying and denying and saying he had no part of this. Yet we very well know he had all parts of this. Am I my brother's keeper? When was the last time your anger, your resentment, your envy, your jealousy, when was the last time that enveloped you? When was the last time 
the care for your neighbor was conditional and based on your own terms. When was the last time you were led by your own way, your flesh, rather than what God has called you to do according to the Ten Commandments? Am I my brother's keeper? And thus for all of us, though at times we may adorn our picture of who we think we are in front of God saying, I've done it, I've accomplished it. Look, Lord, how much have I done? If we were completely honest with ourselves, we would look in the mirror of the law and we see the abyss of our sin, of this grave disappointment. Our words, so sharp at times, so full of gossip, These words like machetes coming out of our mouth, seeking and destroying. Our conduct, our actions toward our neighbor. Am I my brother's keeper, we say. Yet what we're failing to see is how we are called to love and serve one another in thought, word, and deed. Expectation. We fall short. All of us. And thus we repent. You know, with the voice of Abel's blood crying from the ground, the consequence of the fall was in full display. Yet it reads in Hebrews 12, And to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. From Cain to Christ. The better word is Christ. The better word is his sprinkled blood. And that is his sacrifice for you. You know, our Lord loves each and every one of you so much. He doesn't say, am I my brother's keeper? No. It's the son of God who says, I keep you by being the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I keep you by dying for each and every one of you. It is the son who does not say, am I my brother's keeper? But it is the son of God who says, I am faithful and sinless to the end. And though the devil would pull out all the stops to tempt me, there Jesus is. Who says, be gone, Satan. That's right. I am the Christ. This is your hope. And because Christ is your hope, there is no disappointment. Because what God says, he does. And when he dies and rises for you, just as he foretold, just as he would do, there you see Christ and your faith. The one who was crushed and put to death for you. The one who never wavered, but was steadfast in the Father's will. This is your hope. The one who will never disappoint you because this is Jesus, the Son of God, the Christ. The one who came to this dead and dark world to be your Savior. To be the one who shed his blood for you for the forgiveness of all your sins. This is your hope. Not a feeling, not a fleeting hope, but a sure, assured hope in the Son of God who keeps you. By his very word, his very sacrifice. The one who publishes you the good news. He writes 
the good news by his very blood, delivering you by the way of the cross, accounting for all your sins, forgiving and redeeming you and giving you the greatest news. The good news of Christ, the work of Christ, his merits. This is your hope. In a world full of disappointment, there is one who follows through. And that is and only is the Son of God, Jesus Christ, for each and every one of you. For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, the one man's trespass was so grave that it brought separation to this world. But the free gift of Christ has brought us back together. It's all about Jesus. In the midst of our own sin and every disappointment that we bring to the table, there is Jesus who covers you. Advent, a time where we rest upon the advent of our Lord, from his death and resurrection to his word right now, to what is to come on that final day. This is our hope. It's all about Jesus and what he has done for you. And this is where righteousness reigns. This is your righteousness. And through it all, Though sin, though temptations are great, there our Lord defends each and every one of you. This is your hope. Christ will never disappoint you because the empty tomb has said it all. There's no disappointment in the empty tomb. There's only victory. There's only triumph. There's only the blood of Christ who purchased and won you for the forgiveness of your sins. Yes, there was Cain, but by the grace of God, there is the Son of God for you. So go now in a true and assured hope. Hope that is of the word. Hope that is in the gospel. In the sacraments, your baptism, the supper, the gifts that never disappoint. For just as the Lord promises, there he will be for you. The gift of life, forgiveness, and salvation. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Midweek Advent Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.